Lord, I pray that you will take these imperfect words and use them to bring us all ever closer to your perfect truth. Amen. Did anybody notice the similar statements that happened in our two readings? In Isaiah, it was at the beginning, and in Matthew, in Matthew it was at the end of our reading. Any, anything strike you as similar? It, that, that's part of it, yes. It was the... Yes. So in Isaiah, um, he opened with, Here is my servant, whom I, am, I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. And Matthew ended, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And it's interesting that both of these statements seem to launch missions for people. In Matthew, it's clear it, that's the beginning of Christ's ministry. And I think in Isaiah, if you take Isaiah to be talking about servants in plural, then I think that's also a launch of, uh, of mission. I just want to focus a little bit more time on the Isaiah reading. Um, partly now that you have a mindset that the, when it talks about servant it might actually be referring to you and I as well as others and in verse 2 it, it tells us that the servant will not shout or lift up their head in, in, other, in other words right at the beginning Isaiah is declaring that the servant is a humble being not a warlike person. So they're not going to capture the world through war, but through love. John Sawyer, in his commentary on Isaiah, says, the servant will discriminate in favor of the poor who are as fragile as the bruised reed. You remember it talks about a bruised reed. And those with hardly a spark of hope like a flickering lamp in which the wick was all but burnt out. So quite early on in that servant song, we get a picture of, who this, of how the servant will behave. John, in his commentary, continues, who the servant is matters very much less than what they do. So the servant will be humble, will look after the poor, and will bring justice. Does that sound like you? Let's move on to the, the, Bible, the, the gospel reading. Um, there is one quite big issue that lots of people have with this reading. And... And it's simply that, why did Jesus need to be baptised? Why did he get baptised? Before I 
try to answer that question, and it is a, a poor attempt probably, does anybody, would anybody want to tell me what they think baptism is? So before we think about why did Jesus want to or need to get baptized, how would you, how would you characterize baptism? Fantastic. Acceptance. Yes. Um, that's actually the first word I've got down. I've got three words all beginning with A, and acceptance is the first. Commitment. And I've got admission for commitment. Being admitted to it means you are committed to it. Yes. Um, sorry, Leslie? Cleanse. Um, yes. Yeah, no, I think, I think cleansing is important. It doesn't begin with an A. That's, a, that's its only problem. <laughs> the, the third one I had, um, which I think resonates with cleansing, but it's uh, adoption. Because through baptism, we are adopted as a child of God. So, acceptance, admission, adoption. And this, this sort of makes very explicit to us through our baptism that we are in a loving relationship with our God, an individual relationship with our God. And through baptism, we become fully a part of the church with a capital C. And the use of water reminds us very much of cleansing. But as I said earlier on, it, it actually also reminds me of um, the Middle Eastern tradition because you were, wore open, t open sandals that when you went into somebody else's house, you would wash your feet because your feet would be dirty and it would dirty their house. So that cleansing of your feet, of you, as exemplified by your feet before you go into a, a friend's house. Baptism is a cleansing of you before you go into the house of God. Martin Luther expressed it somewhat differently. Now he said, and his words, to put it most simply, the power, effect, benefit, fruit, and purpose of baptism is to save. No one is baptized in order to become a prince, but to be saved. So we've got baptism is about salvation, it's being saved. It's about forgiveness, it's about membership, it's about cleansing, it's about being adopted. Now something I didn't realize until I looked it up is that baptism goes back to early Jewish times. So we can say probably 8,000 years ago or so. And it was used for people who were non, not born as Jews, but were converting to Judaism. It was a sign of cleansing and admission into the Jewish faith. 
And then here comes the, the twist. Therefore, if you were born a Jew, you didn't need to be baptised. So Jesus didn't need, didn't by law, didn't need to be baptised. So why did he? He also didn't need to be saved because he was born and lived a pure life. Interestingly enough, neither did most of the Jews who were following Christ at the time. They did not need, by law, to be baptised because they were Jewish already. So why did Jesus get baptised? The only real 100% guaranteed answer to that question is, we don't know. But two reasons in reading around the topic came out. Um, the first was, it signaled the importance of baptism to all. You know, if, Jesus, if it was good enough for Jesus, frankly, it's good enough for me. That signalling the importance of, of baptism in that way made a very public statement. Secondly, and probably most importantly, is it was seen as the launch pad for Christ's ministry. So this was a very public act, a very public display, a very public commitment which launched his whirlwind ministry. Just as today, baptism can launch our Christian journey. I was quite intrigued when I, one of the commentaries I read was written by John Proctor, our previous general secretary. Now, John wrote something which I found really quite interesting, and he, he said, Jesus found through his baptism a deeper assurance of his Father's presence and power. It gave him a calm confidence, a vocation to ministry and service. And I think that sort of takes me back to the first part of Isaiah, um, where in Isaiah, the Lord speaking through Isaiah says, this is my servant in whom I am well pleased. The encouragement of that message to us. That encouragement to Jesus at the beginning of his ministry. This is my son. And that was the cry that initiated his public ministry. A ministry that if we, through our baptism, we are now all equipped for and ready to be engaged in. Let us pray. Lord, we pray that you will reinvigorate the power, the effect, benefit, fruit and purpose of our baptisms and enable us to become the Isaiah servant in whom your soul delights. Amen.